Good morning. It's an honor to be invited to address the families of FAC Talmadge and all of those that are tuning in to our website for these daily devotionals. It's certainly wonderful that our pastor has put these together and I give him honor and am thankful that he had invited me to share with you. Felt compelled even a couple of days ago to share this with everyone and was something that hit me a couple of weeks ago. I don't think there was any way to be prepared for an empty sanctuary during the time of a regularly scheduled service. I certainly was not prepared for that the first Wednesday that we streamed our service online. Certainly have not been prepared for it any of the other times that we've streamed our service either. In fact, we had talked at length just a couple of years prior to that regarding how many seats we should plan for in the new building. If we have too many seats, it could make the church feel empty and impersonal because they're not all filled. And if we have too few seats, we'd be right back to the place we were, finding ourselves already needing more space, the problem we were trying to resolve by engaging in the building process. In all the discussions, we never considered, no one considered, that we could have a nearly empty room on a Sunday morning or on a Wednesday night. But there we were, 17 people in a room that was built for 700 plus. That's been a few weeks ago already and we're all still adjusting to the temporary changes in our routines and the differences that are occurring in our lives. But that separation is not something that can divide us and that's the focus really of what I would wanna talk about is that even during this time of social isolation, we are separated but we are not divided because the church body remains intact. And so this morning I want us to consider two different scriptures in a little bit of a different light than what we typically would. The first of these considers the church body in general. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 18 and 19 says, But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? Typically, and with good reason, we focus on this scripture with the idea that we all have different talents and we all have different abilities, and that's certainly very valuable. In order for the church overall, and certainly for local assemblies to have a successful ministry, there must be diversity in those abilities and commonality in the goals. But for the purpose of this devotional, I want to focus on the fact simply that God sets the members into the body. And everyone that can hear this should take comfort in the fact that God has placed you in the body as it has pleased him, that it's his pleasure that put us exactly where we are. And we can rejoice simply in that knowledge that we are placed where God wants us. But this morning, I want to combine that thought with another verse, one that we would often hear at weddings. In Mark chapter 10, verse 9 says, What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. And this does refer to the union of a man and a woman in marriage, but there's a broader application as well, because when God has joined something, as he has with members in the body of Christ, man cannot divide them. And so we can take comfort in knowing not only that we have been placed where God has been pleased with us, where he has intended us for, to be, but also that even though we are in separate locations presently and in the near future, we are sure to be together again. And so it is a blessing to me to realize this morning and to be able to share with everyone that would hear it that there is nothing that will separate what God has joined. And when we come together again, it will certainly be a blessing to every one of us. In fact, I started thinking about 
about this even as it relates to marriage, which is really where those first few scriptures in Mark chapter 10 talk about prior to this uh, revelation that what God has joined together no man would put asunder. And I started thinking about the fact that the church is the bride of Jesus and that while it is a normal application to look at this in the marriage of a man and a woman, it is also the case that in the marriage of the church and Christ that we have been joined together by what pleases God, and so there is nothing that would come together and separate us. The other place I look at is the simple union that took place between Jonathan and David, and the Bible tells us that the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. And the next few verses immediately after that is demonstrated and immediately after that is shared with us, the Bible records that David was set out to battle time and time again. And even though his friend or brother in many ways were not in constant contact, the connection remained. And their souls being knit together, their relationship was able to continue on even though they were not physically located together. We are much better prepared today for this than what David and Jonathan were. I've talked to several people and have been able to communicate in a number of different ways. I know my wife has as well. But the technology that we have today allows us to continue to share with one another and to connect with one another, even though we are physically separated during this time. I want to just tell the church one more word of encouragement, that it is a blessing to us at this time, and we are beginning to see some things that are taking place and technology that is able to be used that allows us to remain together even while we're separated. But regardless Regardless of where we stand right now and what our current situation is and who might be in the room with you or in your home with you and who you are physically in contact with, I want you all to keep in mind there is nothing that will separate what God has brought together. Praise the Lord, everybody.